Attention all patriots, it's time for the Signal 50 podcast, where we talk about the hard truth about today's current events. And welcome to the Signal 50 podcast with your hosts, Alpha and Bravo. It is January 17th, 2021, and lots going on in the news. So how you, how you doing tonight, Bravo? Are you hanging in there? I'm hanging in there. I'm uh, psychologically preparing myself <laughs> for what is to come this week. Right. Yeah, uh, the, so, the... yeah I, I cannot get the words out. President, b- 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 <laughs> sorry, I can't, I can't do it. Can't do it. I know. Unfortunately, I, unfortunately that's kind of going to be the way it is. The Vice President <laughs> Harris. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I, I, can't, I can't help myself. I apologize. But yeah, I'm doing okay. Got a little tickle in my throat whenever I say vice president. <laughs> well, she got she got where she is by having a little tickle in her throat, too. Anyhow, moving on. <laughs> exactly. So tonight, uh, you know, we don't uh, we don't script the show. We just come up with some ideas. And we want to bring them out to you, bring you some hard truth and what we see in the news and some analysis. You know, there's a lot of very interesting things going on and a lot of a lot of misinformation out there and uh no matter how easy it is to get sucked into that uh stuff we brought you some of the theories that some people had out there um a couple shows ago and and you know no matter how much you want them to be true unfortunately it just doesn't seem to be that that's going to be the case so you know what everybody buckle up you know keep your arms and legs in the ride at all times remain in your seat and uh hold tight for the next four years of a biden administration you so know, that that's all there is to it. it just uh, and just you know, I wanted to. Uh, we were signaling back and forth uh, this morning, and I kind of was thinking about. You're right, Alpha. That those thoughts, those stories, those those wishes. Uh, you know, it's it's coming. The storm's coming. All that stuff. I get it. But the one thing that I couldn't get over and I couldn't get uh, get past was the fact that, you know. The, the my it's the hope and the and the faith and those things are really not being talked about a lot these days and i i you can take into consideration facts and odds ratios predictions you know uh, those factors like faith and hope cannot be factored in and and that's something that i think is where a lot of the problems a lot of the strife is going is coming from so i hope that you know we what needs to be done will be done and and i've talked about before in previous shows how i cannot stand the fact that the, the president that's supposed to be in there uh that, that cheated so and that's not going to change you can you can shut down the words you can shut down everything it's it's, it's cheating any way you look at it well, and, I, I agree. It, it it definitely is cheating as best we know it to be. And and perhaps someday the truth will come out uh, in mm-hmm. some in some way. Um, we can we can only hope that that's the way it works. I don't place a lot of faith in our system uh, of justice in this country. Um, those illusions uh, have been absolutely shattered after the last four years. Mm-hmm. And everybody said that Trump was so lawless and he's not going to follow no, it was the, the Democrats are completely lawless people. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who have shattered the illusion that we live in a fair country and that uh, Lady Justice with her scales with the blindfold. Um, no, someone's got their thumb on the scales. Right. And it, it really sucks. You know what, though? But I have faith in God that there's that he has a plan. And that plan includes somehow President Trump and, and what he's done. Uh, but you know, if, uh, turn, you know, when, when Biden gets inaugurated, uh, then it's going to be up to you and me, alpha, uh, to lead the way. And we're going to be, uh, making this injustice of what we were talking about, the travesty that will never let it be forgotten. And, you know, one other thing, you know, that we need, we, we're going to be, we're going to be calling out the facts every day and we're not going to forget. For all listeners here that know that have been with us from the start in September, you know, we're both lifelong friends. We've been, we always talked about the current events and I believe that cancel culture is going to be intensified going forward and it's going to be important more than ever 
you know, our real identities and our faces just can't be shown because they're going to be coming after us. We're already seeing it. And it's, it's, it's pitiful. This is not the country that we know, but we're going to continue to talk and speak out. And these are the values that you and I, uh, you know, we have sworn to that. That's right. And we're going to be the beacon on a hill. So I wanted to let all of our listeners know, um, you know, we can either throw our hands up in the air and say, screw off or, you know, and climb under a rock or we're going to get the hard truth out there and we're going to talk about it. Right. So that's our Absolutely. Forward. And, and, and as long as we're on the topic there, you know, this, this cancel culture notion is, it's a very real thing, right? Look what happened with Parler, where the tech giants decided to cancel everybody that was interested in participating in that platform. Today, apparently they put up a, like a uh, redirect for their website and they can, apparently host uh, like a technical difficulties page that the CEO of Twitter put up. Um, myself, personally, I have been thrown off of Twitter for no particular reason given and no method of resolution to be found to get myself back reinstated. Uh, for what reason? I have no idea. Maybe it was some of the accounts I followed. Maybe it was the name that I used on Twitter. Who the hell knows? They won't tell me. Anyhow, enough of that. We're going to have to talk more and more about that as the year goes by. Uh, as the we have four years to talk about it, uh, mm -hmm. right up until we get canceled. So, you know, let's let's just kick it right off here, uh, Bravo, if you would. First topic of the night. Well, let's uh, let's go back in time a week ago, shall we, ladies and gentlemen? We and let's talk about how the insurrection that President Trump had to be impeached over in a flash two seconds and that those patriots which the entire congress scared out of their scared scared uh you know they soiled their pants i get it and they they all said uh this was trump supporters and this he's calling for uh, a big old walk out you know walk on the capitol take it over well guess what it looks like the BLM Inc., uh, this gentleman, I'm not going to use his name because he doesn't need any screen time on my part. Uh, it was part of the Utah BLM Inc. Uh, uh, industrial complex. Just, just happened to be a tourist in D.C. at the time. and just happening. You know, just yeah. happened to be here. And this this guy, now he's, you know, face recognition and everything else. He had a live feed going at the same time, talking to his best friend who... <laughs> Said you're not going to show this on TV, right? Oh yeah, we'll, we'll erase this that time. He's live and <laughs> saying how he won and we got him and we did it and it's got an Antifa flag he's putting up in the windows and all of a sudden, BLM Inc. in Utah is distancing themselves, actually taking the bus, backing it up over this guy, backwards <laughs> and forward, backwards and forward three times. To get to get as far away from this guy as far as possible, he's the one that's he's a he's uh he's the one that did it, and he's he's 100 BLM and he's not one of us, the Patriots. Who's 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 this guy? I don't know who this guy is. He's probably like the the assistant vice secretary of BLM for for his state or something like that. We don't know him. No, don't, don't know him at all. Well, you know what? He got caught. He was there. Um, more stories are coming out. I'm seeing a lot of videos, you know, the, the famous dude with the, with the Buffalo horns and the, uh, mm. the Q, the self-proclaimed Q shaman guy mm -hmm. security led him into the Senate chambers. That's right. Yeah. Uh, cap, there was a Capitol police officer in there and they let him in. Um, actually there, there is evidence to show that they're, they're all touring a day before and getting, uh, from, from Congress, uh, folk. Yes, uh, they were senators and congressmen and women and, and Pelosi too. Pelosi's nephew was there somewhere running around like a banshee. Awesome. I, wonder if he, I wonder if he's going to get charged with sedition and all the other federal charges that these people are should be facing. I no, it's easier, it's easier to charge to President Trump. Oh, sure. And this he, guy, this this BLM clown from Utah, uh, everybody else is facing, you know, you're in jail. You're, you're mm -hmm. being detained. You're you are you are not free to go. Mm. They let this clown go with no bail. I wonder why. Hmm. Don't know. Different rules for different folks. 
I guess. I guess so. Anyway, so that's that's the one. That's uh, this is interesting. How how that just kind of led the and and again, they're all crying for these investigations, and we need to we need to um, put president. You know, we had to remove President Trump from office, and he's a danger. Oh, spare me the nonsense, please. Well, you know, and it's it's funny he hasn't even you know. Uh, put together a defense team for the impeachment. I don't know what he needs a defense team for an impeachment for. Uh, I'm he's, he's, he's out on Wednesday. Supposedly. Maybe. Is there something we don't know? I don't know. <laughs> I know. I know. But you know, the, I don't think so. Actually, I don't, I'm pretty sure you can't impeach somebody who's no longer the sitting president. Uh, I, it's I, a political charge, not a criminal charge. So I guess so. yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. I just, I think they they are so they uh, let's let's let let's draw this out logically for a second, Alpha. Let's let's roll this out for just one second. Let's think. Let's go down the the thinking exercise here. So if we have a uh, an impeachment and they want to try and get it so that he can never run again, right? Uh, at the last moment, at, it's not even like it's shown the door. You know, don't let the door hit you. The good Lord split you, kind of thing. They're trying to kick him on the way out the door, right? Sure. Um, Why wouldn't they? Well, because they can't stand on the And is this going to stop the momentum that President Trump has when he leaves office? Huh, no. <laughs> is he going to lose his ability? To, I mean, they've taken away, literally, they've taken away Twitter. They've taken away all these avenues. And, and I think you said at the last show, let's, let's uh, make uh, Trump.com <laughs> a big old tent for anyone that wants to talk. And, you know, and shielded from all the, the tech tyrants and, well, you know, and a foundation, you know, they want to take his library away. They want to take this away. He could build his own darn library if he wanted to, you know. Uh, I, well, you know, you know, what's really interesting. Hold on one second. Let me pull on that thread here for a quick second. Mm -hmm. Twitter and all of the other platforms that that uh, banned him. Mm hmm have well, Facebook and Twitter in most particularly most most specifically actually have lost 51 five one 51 billion with a B dollars worth of value good I hope they lose and and one cent <laughs> 51 billion dollars and one cent 51 billion dollars worth of market value unbelievable unbelievable hope it was worth it uh for some reason i don't think so well they're setting a very dangerous precedent but anyhow moving along you know, so, this, so now now that, now, now that we've established uh this is almost like a trial your honor and uh our, our listeners are the jury so we'll just see how this goes uh so our They've, they've established that, that, you know, it's not the Trump supporters that stormed the Capitol. It was BLM, Antifa, nonsense, BS, the same old, same old. Um, now, let's let's uh, change this over to what we're seeing now in D.C. and the major cities throughout the country. Um, it looks like there's quite a large contingent of our military forces uh, setting up uh, no-go zones and... Uh, securing the areas. Uh, last count I heard was twenty thousand troops. I don't know. I don't count them, but there's a lot of troops on the in the ground on the ground in D.C. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Um, I don't know how somebody did it, and mm -hmm. they weren't supposed to do it. Mm -hmm. um, knowing a few things about airspace and and how that works, somebody flew a drone over D.C. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And there's a link and it, it was like yesterday they flew the drone like late yesterday afternoon. It was still light outside. There are troops everywhere on every street corner. Um, reports are up to 25 to 30,000 troops of a mixed bag. Um, mm -hmm. What I mean by that is I'm not necessarily sure they're all National Guard. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you've got this governor sending a hundred or two hundred or three hundred and this money, how do you get to thirty, twenty-five to thirty thousand without filling it in with with regular uh, 
with active duty, um, which which is confusing to me. Um, hmm. Did Trump sign the Insurrection Act? Um, don't know I, the answer to that question. No, I, I mean we don't have any documented proof. Nope. We don't have an overlay to show that he signed it and there was a public ceremony doing it. However, if you logically go there and say to yourself, how are they having non-national guard troops? Oh, in- can't, can't confirm that. But what I'm right. saying uh, is 30,000 national guard troops, all of a sudden showing up in Washington, DC is an awful lot of national guard really, really fast. I, again, I, I'm asking a question. I'm not saying that they're there. I'm just saying, how does that happen? I mean, without without an insurrection act, I don't know. I think think we'll have to keep an eye on that and we'll have to follow that. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. I mean, who's in charge of bringing those people in and and authorizing all of that, you know? So we're going to have to keep an eye on that. Um, But I will say the president is the commander in chief. Yes, he is. Until Wednesday at two o'clock. Still the president. Wednesday or Tuesday? 20th. Oh, it's Wednesday. Right. 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 Um, and by the way, um, with all these troops, and, and we've already established that BLM and Antifa are up there, old shenanigans again. Um, there's been another notice. President said it. Uh, I'm reading it all over the place in, in, uh, in areas, uh, you know, the Epic Times. Do not, if you're a patriot, don't show up with a weapon. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's not a don't smart. Don't show up at all. Don't sh- exactly alpha. Don't show up at all. Don't go near this. Stay away from it. It's Antifa and BLM. It's uh, sucking you in because it's a trap. It's oh, a tra- it's totally a trap. Don't don't do it. If if you want to lose your Second Amendment rights, by all means, go ahead and do this stuff. No, I, I I'll speak for all those people that want to hold on to their Second Amendment rights. Don't do it. If you have anything, any thought that you're going to go down there and change anything with a whole bunch of unknown number of, of troops that have bigger weapons than you can carry, um, don't do it. <laughs> because if BLM and, and Antifa show up and they're going to start, call, they're, they're not going to be allowed to go traipsing through the, the cities anymore. The National Guard is not going to tolerate this stuff. Not like the mayor is holding down police officers this last summer. So don't do it. Don't do don't it at all. It. Just stay away from it. Pretend COVID's coming back. I don't care whatever excuse you want to make it. No, if you're rioting, it's okay. There's no problem. Oh, you know. <laughs> so anyway, please don't go anywhere near this. This is this is a disaster waiting to happen. Um and we don't need to we don't need to give the the left any more ammunition at all. And I didn't mean to make it uh, ammunition, but you know what I'm saying. We don't need to give the politicians any more reason to hate us. They already do. They already do. Um, and they're already shutting us down. And, and I don't know. You can't even organize anything anymore, let alone unless you're a, lab, a Libby. If you're a Lib, you can do whatever you want on, on their platforms. And they allow that. That's right. Different rules for different people. And we just ain't those people. Uh, so, we're definitely not those people. And nor no. do I want to be associated with them. So right. anyway. So don't go to state capitals with guns. Pretty much stay home. Get yourself a six pack or a bottle of something to 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 quash the sorrow. But uh, just yep, stay home. But there is, I will say, Alpha, and I was going to say, you know, make you can check out your favorite podcast. Uh, you could watch a movie, uh, binge on Netflix, whatever you want to do. However. Um, it seems that there's blackouts happening everywhere and for different movements. So right. anyway, moving along. Here we Absolutely. Go. Next. Oh, that's my cue. Sorry. Uh-huh. Mr. Paul Sperry. He yes. comes out with a tweet. Um, and this uh, basically says that sources on the Hill say Pelosi coordinated the snap impeachment of Trump with Russian collusion hoaxer Shifty Schiff, um, in part to distract from the forthcoming damning revelations from declassified bombshell FBI docs exposing the Russia Gate probe of Trump uh, as oh, excuse me of Trump as a political operation. 
Hmm. Well, that kind of corresponds with BLM going on the, way, the airwaves saying we did it. We got it. We did what we had to do. Mission accomplished. All that nonsense. So I, I do believe Mr. Sperry. Don't you there, Alpha? I have no reason to believe that this isn't true. Uh, it makes a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, if you want to connect the dots with it. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. It was a distraction. Uh, I think, I think they had to do something to distract from Trump declassifying documents because they shut him down everywhere. They silenced him. It was hard for anybody to even get the information that uh, Russiagate documents were uh, declassified. Otherwise, Trump would have been all over Twitter going, Haha, there it is, blam, take mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they found a way to keep it uh, on the down low. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I, I got to be honest with you. I, if I were him, I would have done it before the election mm -hmm. for sure. Um, probably poor timing on, on the president's part. Uh, I would have done it then. Mm -hmm. They probably would have impeached him for it. Right. Right. And, and been able to have time to impeach him in the Senate too. Mm -hmm. uh, but they really played their hand very, very well. Didn't they? They, they really, they really did a good job. Mm, well, Great frame job. Yep. Yep. I, I, I can't anything else to that just because, we're we're all living in this of of disinformation. This world of our country is disinformation to disinformation, and with with the big tech tyrants, basically what they're doing, they control the narrative. The press was not doing their jobs. We've been talking about this for forever. Uh, the the mainstream media does not do the job. They're the propagandists, and they get they just keep spewing out a message that they want to spew. So. No, the media has become nothing more than propaganda and we're living in very dangerous times, very dangerous times. And, and you know, get worse. I don't mean to oh, sound yeah, like yeah. A, yeah, yeah. a downer Bravo here, but let me tell you something. This is going to get worse. Oh yeah. We're going to have, we're going to have lists. We're going to have people doing whatever they, they think they can to get away. You know, we have, uh, you know, people that don't want certain people on details because you're a, a, you're a Republican versus Democrat, and they're going to look into your voting history. The cancer culture is alive and well, people. So just, you know, uh, just be careful. Well, yeah, you got to you got to keep it on the low. Um, right. But the but the interesting thing about cancel culture is we we talk about we talked about this in the last episode of the podcast. When they start turning on each other is when things are going to get extraordinarily dangerous for everybody. And they will. They will turn on each other. Oh, you're not you're not progressive enough, so we're gonna cancel you. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. well, watch this, blah, blah, blah. Um they're gonna eat each other alive. Mm -hmm. I mean, they'll eat us first. Mm -hmm. And then when they're done with us, they'll turn on each other. Mm. it's eventually like it's like a bunch of sharks swimming around mm -hmm. and and the sharks attack a, a like say a, a a giant tuna right and they nail the tuna and all more sharks show up and during the fray one of the sharks gets uh gets a little little dang and he's bleeding and he's swimming around all mm -hmm. of a sudden they're done with the tuna and they're like hey look at bob over there he looks mighty tasty doesn't he <laughs> They're going to be eating each other, right? And then here comes, uh, then then say goodbye to poor Bob. Mm -hmm. And then during the fight for Bob, one of the other sharks gets next. Fred. Mm. Fred's bleeding too. Well, too bad for Fred. <laughs> Fred's going to be history too. Okay, yeah. you know it all started with Charlie Tuna, us being Charlie Tuna, and and and, and it's going to wind up with Fred and Fred's cousins and uncles and nephews and nieces. Everybody's going to eat each other alive. So. Stay Do you remember tuned. the tagline? You remember the tagline for that for that commercial, Sunkist Tuna? That was uh, "Sorry, Charlie." Yep, sorry, Charlie. <laughs> sorry, Charlie. <laughs> there you go. That's correct. That's a little correct. walk down memory lane. What kind of oh, those oh. were the days. Anyway, so hopefully everyone out there listening to us uh, understands that you got to be careful out there. Um, but here's here's uh, you know at least <laughs> what goes around comes around. <laughs> and thank you again to James O'Keefe. 
wow, this, I, this, this gentleman should not be going anywhere. I hope he, and I wish, I hope he's got a whole vault full of videos of Biden. And when he takes office, he just starts spewing out these videos. <laughs> I don't know what, what good it'll Jane, do. Jane, everybody, everybody that is in public life, right? Mm-hmm. I think the point here is this. James O'Keefe, he's got a network of people out there providing him with information, right? Mm-hmm. So James O'Keefe, James O'Keefe um, has a network of informants that is that is gigantic. And if you're in public life, if you're in public life, you better start playing it straight. Because if James O'Keefe doesn't get you and mm-hmm. something happens with James O'Keefe and he can't do this stuff anymore, there's going to be another James O'Keefe. James O'Keefe was kind of a pioneer with this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing and, the job that the mainstream media won't do. Correct. Time. Correct. But it's interesting in this in this situation here for our podcast listeners. So James O'Keefe got had, from what I understand, a whole bunch of tips coming in from Twitter because there are many employees at Twitter that don't like what Jack Dorsey's doing. He's the CEO. He looks like uh, um, uh, the hippie from, uh, I don't uh, like. Uh, he looks like, like Taliban to me. Oh, yeah. Ta- <laughs> uh, basically, he looks like he just came off the street and he's like, this guy's running what, you know, uh, not only Twitter, he's got um, uh, Square. The uh, reimbursement, you know, the the credit card uh, service, and a bunch of other things. So he's done. I guess he's been at the right place at the right time. But he's a, he was he was spouting off to one of his employees who had the the camera running on his phone that they intended to do this, that their plan came together. It's like George for part of the A team. He loved it when a plan came together, and they got him. They got President Trump, and they were looking to to reshape and and filter out all the dissenting words and they they started clearing off their their platform and and it wasn't and it and and that was only just the beginning right and they're not stopping they're they were just starting president trump was the first one but they're going they've gone after you alpha they've gone after. oh yeah i got off the platform i got off facebook i got off twitter i said screw this i'm not i'm not giving them any my money based on my, you know, click tab, you know, what I was watching and looking at, I let him go. And I was at parlors. Just, and then went after just, parlors. just remember, just remember with these free platforms, mm-hmm. you are the product. Correct. They sell you, they sell your browsing history. They sell your information. They sell your contacts. They sell the demographic information. They sell every bit of competitive intelligence about consumers they can get their hands on. Mm-hmm. And they have developed a method by which to gather an incredible amount of information. When you give these platforms and these apps permissions on your phone to use your camera, your microphone, to your this, your that's, your other things, you do not understand when they may be looking at you, listening to you, recording video, recording audio, listening to phone calls. All of the above are possible. You can hide the entire text of Mein Kampf in an end user agreement Mm -hmm. licensing agreement that you just click the box and say, Oh, I agree. And you would never know the damn difference. Right. And, you know, signing your name, you know, it used to be an active uh, process alpha. You had to have a pen or a paper and you had paper and you would read through these big agreements and you'd say, all right, I'm going to sign this. And you know, that's the old fashioned way of doing it. Now you click it, but the words are so small and so big. Legalese, shall, must, thou hast dunth. I don't know, whatever else they want to put into a contract. <laughs> and there you have it. You've just said, and they won't let you use the pro the, the app unless you say, I accept. Right. And, and, you know, here's the other thing that everybody needs to remember. I have a friend of mine. She's, she said to me, uh, you know, why am I all of a sudden getting ads for this in my blah, blah? Mm. Did you browse for that in in a browser? Well, yeah. Well, there you go. There's a perfect example, everybody. Is there any coincidence that, you know, you want to hear about creepy? They'll take your position and they will target advertisements in your feed based upon where you've been, 
your patterns, mm -hmm. what stores you were in, what route you drive on, what you drive past. They take your position, your, your navigational route, your timing, your exact location and whereabouts, and they tailor all of these ads in an integrated system towards you. They take your browser history. They have access to it. They know what you look at. They know what you look at for how long. They know what your shopping patterns are. They know what you buy on Amazon, what you look at on Amazon. They know what you watch for movies on your phone or your computer. They understand everything that there is about you to make you the product. Mm. It's scary. Everybody is so afraid of surveillance and giving up their right to privacy. You gave up your right to privacy with a click. Yep. I accept. I accept. You're done. It's over. There is no privacy. Now and, we, and we have, and we have a commenter out here, our, mm -hmm. our, our steadfast listener, Todd says he looks like the bomber. Totally agree. He looks like Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> I, a little bit of advice. Um, YouTube is there. There's only one thing that YouTube's good for is the uh, the how-to videos. I always found them pretty interesting. People were doing a project, show you how to do something. There was a there was a video uh, that showed on your phone how to turn off the location finders and turn off. There was like five steps, five things you should shut off on your phone. Um, and I did it, and actually, a lot of those ads stopped. Um, and we're not doing any ads for VPNs, but those help also. Um, now the government, on the other hand, they can get through all that stuff, but, um, but you know, if you, the corporations right now, but the problem is a lot of where we work, um, they're using Chrome, Google Chrome, my daughter and my other kids going to school right now, they use Google Chrome books. You know, that's the school, that's what the school wants are cheap. They flooded the market with these operating systems that are junk, even more so than Microsoft and Apple. But Chrome Chromebooks are terrible, and that's they use Google Docs, they use Google this and Chrome and dot da da. It's just like you, you know they they know exactly what she's looking at while she's at school, and they give you a little false bravado where they they shut off you know certain uh, websites on YouTube, but they can go look at you know Disney World and wherever else they want to look at, but. It's it's uh, that's the way the world is. Everyone, you accept. Click the box. I accept. Click. Yep. So, so <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> Anything with a speaker in it in your house. Your remote control for your cable box has got a microphone and a transmitter in it. Mm -hmm. That's directly tied to the internet. That Amazon Alexa. You know, you may as well just say hello to the CIA officer that's listening to you make coffee in the morning. Yeah. Hey, guy, how you doing? <laughs> I'm having French roast this morning. What are you drinking? You know, <laughs> give me a break. So, you know, that's that's uh, that's interesting. Now, I, I want, you know, so we, we know Twitter, you know, Twitter just uh, basically took their foot out of their rear ends and they put it in their mouth. And they and he he, he stepped on it. He stepped in it and then he put it in his mouth. So there you have it. Check out that video on on, uh, on projectveritas.com. Yeah, I, I recommend for anybody that, that can or is willing to, I, I would follow James O'Keefe and I would follow Project Veritas. Very interesting work that he's doing. Mm -hmm. um, somebody that definitely needs to, if you're interested in, in the truth, I would I would follow him. I mean, he's he's definitely a good source, you know. And and all the libs say, "Oh, you were sued," and did did did. No, they've never lost, mm -hmm. ever, ever, ever. So that's right. So, you know, so so you know one one of our favorite topics topics of discussion was, you know, RussiaGate, right? Crossfire hurricane, crossfire hurricane, and Spygate, and the Russia hoax, the PP dossier, all of that crap. Okay. Well. <laughs> Yeah, what well, what Dino wrote about in what I've read and three what, books, three books all about it. Um, uh, and a little pressure, I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but uh, this was uh, Senator Graham was going home to South Carolina 
And in the airport, he got a very, um, I wouldn't say a warm welcome. I'd say a cold welcome. He got a, a very cold welcome walking through the airport, being yelled at as a traitor and not supporting the president. Da, 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 da. Well, I, they must have got to him, or I'm just saying this is, uh, it's, uh, I can't say it's a coincidence or maybe it's correlation. Who knows? And he, he comes back and he says, all right, we're releasing all the transcripts that have to do with the depositions involving the oversight committees on crossfire hurricane and out came everything that they had on crossfire hurricane and Comey is, is gonna, is going to be in bigger trouble if they can never get the justice. Well, let me rephrase that. Well, now with the new, well, with the president on Wednesday, <laughs> um, this is all going to get shoved <laughs> in the rug. And uh, I got to tell you, Alpha, this really pisses me off because all this stuff, all the wrongdoing. Yep. And they, they basically canceled president Trump. This is, I mean, if it's, a, this is the ultimate cancel. They, they stole the election. They canceled them. And now, you know, yet president Biden there ugh, makes me nauseous even saying it. He's going to say, yep. Yeah, uh, justice smart. Don't look over there. Look over, you know, let's get the IRS to get all the, the Patriots and all the conservatives. So let's, let's throw them under the bus. But, all these people could do whatever they want because they're Democrats. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. And we're going to have to figure out some way as we get going here, how we're going to hold these people responsible. How are we going to keep the word going? How are we going to keep this story alive? I mean, besides talking about it until we're blue in the face, because that's, that's really what we can do right now. You know, I mean, you have some people that are going to stand up um, and, and run for office and they're going to, you know, get into this quote swamp and how far are they going to get? Good question, right? No idea. But here comes all, I can't, I can't wait to see these uh, transcripts if we can find them. Now that they're being, you know, it's not like it's being released on uh, Twitter or, <laughs> or your favorite web browser anymore. Um, or how far, how fast they're going to try and cover these up. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I can't even begin to tell you. I mean, it's just, how I feel about this is uh, I followed this for a long, long time, right? Mm -hmm. And everything makes sense to me about everything. I mean, how many people wrote books about it? You got mm -hmm. Greg Jarrett and you've got Sarah Carter helped him with his book. Uh, you got Dan Bongino. You've got a litany of people that have written books on this subject. And how deep and how far and how broad that the whole Crossfire Hurricane scandal went. I don't think they're wrong. And if these people have done what they purport to have done from reading all of these things, which I have no reason to doubt any of it, I think it's all very plausible. Mm -hmm. There is no law in this country. That mm. means that the government can do anything they want to you, to me, to anybody. There is no emergency break for these people. They can do whatever they want and they can get away with it. And it's really frightening. And they're already there. There's it's clearly shown as they, they finally figured out a way to end round an election and voila poof, here we are. And it's sad. Yeah. Look at what they've done. Look what they've managed to do. They tore a country apart for four years, five years. Mm -hmm. All of their wrongdoing, everything that they did. Oh, the president's in league with Russia. They had a, a British spy hired by the Hillary Clinton campaign to write a dossier to try to frame the president of the United States for being a, an agent of a foreign country, Russia, mm -hmm. all to cover up the dirt that they were doing. So I, I don't even know. I, I can't even, but I hope that a little bit of air and light gets on it. I don't have any kind of hope that anything will come out of it, um, except that the documents will be out there and the American people will have an opportunity to go ahead and, and get an eyeful and to, form their own impression right mm -hmm. so yeah. that that's all we can hope for but that's disappointing hope, hope and faith you know and the faith that the system will come around but well 
you know, we'd like to think that we live in a perfect world. I think the last, the events of the last four or five years have proven to us that, and, and like I said before in the last episode, what Trump has done is he's pulled back the curtain and he's shown you the inside of the sausage factory. Mm-hmm. And politics is sausage making and it's quite disgusting. Mm-hmm. And you got a front row seat for four years at just how awful these people are. When you have a populist president who's really doing nothing more than looking out for what he feels is in the best interest to strengthen this country to make us less dependent on outsiders, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, sums up his presidency in a a very tight sentence. Mm. We want to eliminate our foreign dependence on energy. We want to lower the restrictions on American industry and and business so so they can thrive and be strong and competitive in the world economy. And we can maintain our power and our leadership position in the world. We want to pull back from useless wars that we've been that have been raging on since 2001. And we're not gaining anything from them. You know, I, I understand the purpose for them in the beginning. I might or might not have agreed with them, but that's another whole subject altogether. This guy wants to stop spending blood and treasure in foreign lands on useless crap that that's mm-hmm. not making any difference or adding to our national security anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wants to stem the tide of illegal immigration and drugs into this country. I can't see anything wrong with Anything that this man has done to protect us from outside threats and to strengthen us from within our industrial base, our economy, to make us proud in our country again, to put the factory workers back to work, lessen our dependence on Chinese dog shit Mm -hmm. that we don't need, to stop fentanyl and heroin and meth and coke and all the crap from coming across the southern border that's killing people. Heroin has killed more people than COVID-19 in the last two months mm-hmm. than have been killed since this whole bullshit thing has started. Yep. And nobody wants to talk about that. No, because... Uh, that's well, not the narrative. Oh, the narrative, oh, by the way, not you, and you're right, all the fentanyl and the overdoses and the oh, domestic it's worse. abuse, it's gotten worse. Oh, yeah. But did you, I was about, I, I, I lost it. I, I started yelling at the, at the computer screen as, as I was seeing Cuomo and Lightfoot, the mayor in Chicago and oh, everyone, we, started talking. we got to open up, open up the restaurants, open up this all of a sudden. Now we're going to open up. I mean, they're not even mentioning that it's the, the vaccine that is allowing this to happen. They're not giving any credit to where that came from. No, they're just bitching. They're just bitching that the rollout of the vaccine is slower than they would have hoped for. And guess, uh, and, and all fingers point back to President Trump, which is all BS, because it was the governors in each of the states that had to come up with plans to distribute this this vaccine. And I, I got to tell you, in the state I'm living in, it's a disaster. The websites don't hack it. They can't get, you know, they have this these different groups. It confuses people. The real then the people that really need the vaccine, the elderly people. If, if, you know, again, we're not going to talk about the virality of the, how dangerous this virus is versus it isn't. We, we beat that thing up to death. But the elderly who need the vaccine, they can't navigate. Most of them don't know how to navigate a website. Uh, maybe I shouldn't generalize, but they're having a tough time because I have a lot of friends of mine that are actually helping the elderly get their shots and schedule them and get, you know, through the, 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 the sites as they crash and how to get around it and, you can't call anyone. There's no one manning the phones. It's just, oh. it's a disaster. It's a state. It has nothing to do with President Trump. It has to do with the state level. Okay, hold on a second. I, I got a little funny anecdote here. Mm-hmm. So I had a little little issue going on with uh, something, you know, talk about nobody's at work and nobody's answering the phone. I called one of the major cell phone providers and I got a hold of a customer service representative uh, here a little while ago uh, to get something straightened around. It was a quick thing. And I'm listening to this guy talk, and I'm hearing roosters in the background. <laughs> I'm like, roosters? What the hell, man? Is that a rooster? He's like, uh, yeah, it's a rooster. I'm like, what, what? Do you bring roosters to work? What? What's going on? Back to Doodle Do. No, he's like, we're working from home. I'm like, what, do you keep roosters in your house? 
Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, they're outside. They're across the way, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought that was funny. Nobody is working. Nobody's answering the phones. And let me tell you something. As somebody who deals with the government on a regular mm-hmm. basis, mm-hmm. you try to get a hold of somebody in any position, in any bureaucratic position in the United States right now. Let me tell you something. All of these assholes have been mm-hmm. off of work since last March. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting at home collecting a paycheck. They have not missed one paycheck. No. You need something. Social Security Administration. You got to get a a name change on a Social Security card. Some kind of bureaucratic bullshit. Like you need your driver's license swapped around or your driver's license is expiring. You know, forget it. Mm -hmm. You can't do what you're supposed to do because nobody is there to do it. They're working from home. They're sitting behind a computer with a mask on day drinking. <laughs> it's not a joke. No, why true. are they wearing a mask? That's why I'm laughing. Like you're living, you're working at home. You have to wear a mask. I, I mean, oh, there on. are some teachers that I know that work for the school system out here that are doing their Zoom classes. They uh-huh. are forced to wear a mask to teach their Zoom classes. Uh, I know. I know. Dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. It's dumb. the definition of stupid. Anybody yeah. who has not seen the movie Idiocracy, <laughs> just turn on CNN and you'll watch the movie Idiocracy. We're living it. Ugh, it's going to get worse. It's, it's so bad. This is going to be the tough part of how we're going to not, not get stuck <sighs> down a rabbit hole. Oh, I'm so gonna... tired of the mask holes. Ugh. No, the mask holes. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> mask. Yeah. I love that. So, you know, look, well, it, it's really weird out there, man. One of the things uh, here on the Signal 50 podcast, uh, we're going to try and do because if we if we'll we'll drive away all of the listeners that we have. Uh, and again, <laughs> on Rumble, we, we've been getting some slow progress uh, in hitting. Uh, we're up to 430 now as subscribers. So we, we thank you so much for the support. If you if you're liking what you hear, just subscribe. It helps us kind of just get into the the algorithm out there on rumble yeah, give us give us a rumble and if you yeah. if you do have to listen to us on youtube smash the thumbs up smash the like button for us it helps us out a little bit and it gives us some how, feedback. Much we, <laughs> how much we want to get motorized and no, noticed on on youtube but that's eh, it's doing. just a vehicle it's fine it's just a vehicle anyway so we're going to be trying to find some good 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 heart right. and uh, some cool good feel feel good stories because if we if we talk about doom and gloom all the time, we're just gonna. Ugh, I don't want to even think about it. But right, it's, want, a, it's a, this is a good news, bad news story. Right. So, uh, you know, there's um Dorothy Schmidt. She's um was is the, was the uh, oldest living Marine at 107 years old. She served during World War II. Correct. She's the oldest living Marine Corps veteran that served in World War II. And she wanted to be a pilot. And uh, wound up flying a desk, um, but she was flying cargo planes during the war effort. And uh, she she got her flight time in. Yeah. The reason why they wouldn't accept her into the core was mm-hmm. she was only four foot eleven. Okay, wow. so so she was she was a little too too short of of physical stature. But boy, this 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 woman was just a tenacious giant. Okay, so these are the people that we should look up to. These are the mm-hmm. heroes, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So she went out and she independently got her 200 hours of flight time, mm. tried to enlist after Pearl Harbor in, in the Marine Corps. And she wound up joining the United States Marine Corps Women's Reserve Unit. Mm. And that was established by Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1942. Mm. And then she deployed for six weeks of training at Camp Lejeune. And as you said, Bravo, she did fly a desk during World War II when she served with distinction and honor. Mm-hmm. And she is a she was a lifetime member of the Marine Corps League. Mm. And she was really a uh, she may have only been four foot eleven, but she was a she was a giant, the well, oldest living Marine Corps veteran of World War II. It's interesting away. that you, you say that, and, and God bless her and thank her for her service and her thoughts and prayers go for the family. Yes. On their loss. But, you know, I'm sure she, she was a pioneer and many people looked up to her. Uh, yes. We're just, you know, I found out about this when you pass it on to me, but, you know, uh, Signal 50 wants to uh, just put, put a, a, a little 
alert out there saying thank you for your service dorothy schmidt we uh we respect you for what you've done um and nowadays uh the height is not a big you know they want shorter pilots they want <laughs> because uh, they're there's not as tall and they don't pass out as much <laughs> so right. you know they want them shorter so, well she was she was just a little bit ahead of her time she had yeah. uh if she had testicles, they would have to have ridden in a sidecar. Okay. Mm. Um, she's, she passed away at the age of 107 years old. So yeah. God yeah. bless you, Dorothy and your family. And thank you very much for your service. And we're, we're losing our world war two vets at, at a breakneck mm. pace. There's not very many of them around, uh, anymore and truly was, the greatest generation of Americans aside mm -hmm. from the, the original Patriots that won our independence from England. She is just a giant and mm -hmm. there are many like her that served. Uh, my grandmother worked for the war effort. My grandfather was in the army air force. Uh, my great uncle served. So you know what, Dorothy, we raise a glass to you. Semper Fi. Yep. God rest your soul. That's rest right. Peace. Anyway, so that's that's what we have to look forward to. Um, yeah. We'll have uh, we're looking to have a show on Wednesday, and we'll hash uh, rehash the event for the day. <laughs> Let's hope it's uneventful. Okay. Look. Yeah. No, I'm, I I meant how are they going to do a uh, virtual inauguration? And it, just because they've got a virtual president, I don't yeah, know. Virtual president. Um, but in, all seriousness aside, so everyone, you know, this YouTube, uh, I believe uh, Biden had some kind of YouTube video uh, pre-inauguration. Oh, oh, had a whole bunch of uh, stars and and you know people that were coming out to to wish him well and some kind of video on YouTube. Uh, live event and you want to anyone want to guess how many uh subscribe how many people were watching it live Twenty two thousand. okay twenty two thousand. Yeah, and someone tell me how 80 million people voted for this guy so when president trump was speaking at the alamo wall on the yeah. border um eight hundred thousand were watching on youtube so i hope that as this transition happens and Biden is inaugurated, and like you said, Alpha, let's have a nice, calm, easygoing, boring inauguration. I guess I'm I'm going to find something else to do. Um, I may just kind of catch the highlights, um, but or you don't, take up or take up drinking. Well, again, I you know we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but you know what, President Trump, he's he's not going to be the president anymore, and and they're trying to take his, take his security clearance away in his briefings late. You know. Chuck Schumer is already trying to take his clearance away. It's like you guys are such double. If, if it wasn't for double standards, they wouldn't have any standards at all. I know it. Um, but he's gonna, you know, all President Trump has to do is give a speech and it will outshine the president of the United States. How, how's that for funny? How's that for <laughs> any of the speeches that he gives or any of the and he's gonna draw crowds, he's gonna he's gonna overshadow. This is my prediction. Everything that Biden does. The only problem is, is that Biden's sitting in the Oval Office, but President President Trump, as he leaves office, is going to have the bully pulpit, <laughs> and he's not going to let it leave. Well, and and that's why they tried to take it away from him. But uh, even if they did, let's just let's just for one second off. I know we're getting to the end of the time here, but let's just pretend for a second that um, uh, they 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 impeached him. They got the the Congress came around and did the trial and da 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 da. And they took away his birthday and the presidency and they threw him out. You think he would start? He would he would just go away quietly? <laughs> oh no, nope, <laughs> no, 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 no. Let, let me tell you, people, he would be just okay. Gloves are off, and I'm just going to keep talking. Wrong guy. And uh, the Republicans wanted the ones that. You know, he's going to remember all those backstabbing Republicans that, you know, like all those people that rode the coattails in the election. Unless you have the seal of Trump, the, the endorsement of Trump, no one's going to vote for you. I, I, that's my prediction for what's going forward. Just just putting it out there. I know we're out of the prediction business, but I can't help myself. Hmm. 
Yep, giving up on predictions. I can't even predict what the weather's going to do tomorrow. No, but you know, I, 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 based on what I'm seeing, what my my thought is, you know, President Trump's not going to go away quietly. I can just tell you that right now. Not doing it. I, if I were, if I were him, I, I'd lay low for a little while. I give him two minutes. <laughs> I'll lay low for two minutes, and off he goes. I was tweeted, and he's he's not going to have to worry about being politically correct. He's going to be politically incorrect, and it'll be fun to watch. Uh, uh, oh my and if, god! And they do, and they continue not to give him a place to talk. He's going to buy his, his own. Server. He's going to buy his own darn server, his own infrastructure, and you know how many people would sign up for it in a heartbeat. I, I think know. if if I had to, if I were in the predictions game. Mm-hmm. I would have to say that public enemy number one to Donald Trump, well, he's got two public enemies. He's got Jack Dorsey and Twitter, mm-hmm. and he's got that dimwit from Facebook, whatever, uh, whatever, Zuck, Zuckerberg. Zuck, Zuckerberg. Zuck. Yeah, I call him Zuck, Zuck. All right. So if I were Trump, I would gun directly for them, but oh, we'll uh-huh. have to see what happens. Yep. Well, that- that we'll have to have a section on on our podcast. What's going on with the with, with the government and how boring they are, what how they're screwing us then and now, and every every way from to here and there. Uh, and then we'll have a Trump section. What's what's uh, past President Trump, former President Trump doing right now? Oh, he's giving a speech on the border and how they're the trucks. He's not letting the trucks near the border. <laughs> you know, people got out of the trucks said, "We're not doing this. We're not taking it down." So. Well, another prediction that I'm going to make, we're going to start the signal 50. How long is Joe Biden going to be in the Oval Office uh, ah, poll? <laughs> I, I would have to say no more than, I would say July, by July 20th, he's not going to be there. May. <laughs> you think May? I say May. July. I yeah. give him to July. Now, uh, so we'll and see what happens. Vice President, who's going to be uh, appointed as Vice President, will be Hillary Clinton. Oh, most probably. Yep, that's, oh. that's another. That's another. I hope that come that, that doesn't come true, but that's my prediction. Hillary Clinton will be uh, Vice President because then she'll want to run again. <laughs> Just, anyway, so that being we're, said, now we're hitting the hour. So um, right now, like I said, uh, Parlor is making their way back slowly. Hopefully. They're, they got their website back or a web address back at least. So right. we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, when, when they go back on to Parlor, we'll be right there with them. Uh, we're also uh, our podcast. You can find them on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Google Podcasts. Look for us on uh, Spotify and also Audible and also uh, iHeart. Supposedly, supposedly yep. set that up right. Yep, and, um, and make sure make sure to hit our website signal50.com signal50.com. That'll give you all the outlets where we can be found. Uh, you can look in the show notes uh, down below uh, the video, and it'll give you all the links to all of our podcast outlets and our website. Um, that's it. So I guess it's my turn to put in my shameless plug for our friends in Arizona. POF-USA.com. POF dash usa.com makers of the finest ar-15 rifles in the world uh now would be a really great time to look them up folks uh you never know again mm-hmm. pof dash usa.com made by patriots for patriots in chandler arizona just outside of phoenix and you can watch our videos on rumble uh we're here on youtube if you remember as alpha said earlier give us a like share our videos and also Follow us on Rumble and please give us Rumbles when you're there because it does help us uh, kind of get our name out there. And that, like I said, if you like what we're doing, please let us know. If we're not doing it right, please let us know. Info at signal50.com. That's info at signal50.com. Hey, we, we can only improve if we know we need to improve because the only thing I get is, come on, bravo, move it along. So that's because I like to- <laughs> Anyway... <laughs> That being said, Alpha, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk again on Wednesday. Yes, we will. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. 
Yes. And uh, I'm going to cue the music, unless you have anything else to say there. Alfred. Yeah, I'd like to thank our soldiers, sailors, and airmen for protecting us 24-7, 365, and our police, firefighters, and first EMS first responders out there in the world fighting the good fight every single day, going to work for not a whole lot of money and, and, and taking those risks and helping us out and finding finding themselves in some really tough spots at, at any given moment. So thank you very, very much for what you do. You make the world a better place and keep, keep up the good fight there. Thank you. All right. Now I'm going to cue the music. Take care, everyone. And we're out of here. Have a great week. Bye-bye. And we're out. Again, thanks for listening. This is the end of our Signal 50 transmission.